You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Scott Feibusch. Even with some hotly contested primary races today in Monroe County, don't expect a particularly large turnout. That's according to Monroe County Republican Elections Commissioner Lisa Nicolay. She thinks turnout will probably be 30 percent or less of eligible voters. But she says some areas in the county, especially within city limits, could see higher turnout. So the turnout in the city hopefully will be a little bit higher than that. And then we've got a couple of contests in the towns. Um, We have a Republican primary in the town of Penfield for supervisor and a Republican primary in Gates for legislative district four. So I imagine that those two will have uh, a little bit higher turnout as well. In terms of voting, Democratic Elections Commissioner Jackie Ortiz points out your vote really does count, and it could count a lot in a close contest. If turnout is low, she says, with the heavy Democratic Party registration in the city, the primary often decides who will win in November. And she reminds people primaries are extremely important in the city. And she says you have to be registered in a political party to vote in that party's primary in New York State. Voting opened just a few minutes ago and runs until 9 tonight. WXXI will have live coverage starting tonight at 10. And we'll have results online at WXXINews.org. The Rochester City Council has flexed a long unused power in this year's budget cycle. WXXI's Gino Finelli has that story. For as long as most people can remember, the Rochester City Council has served as something of a rubber stamp for various mayor's budgets. But this year, Council has moved to file four resolutions of budgetary intent. These seldom-used initiatives allow Council to take unspent funds from its budget and use them in other areas. Council last week unanimously agreed to use $1.4 million to bolster homeless outreach and affordable housing and fund studies into the Rochester Police Department's organizational structure, the efficacy of neighborhood service centers, and potentially cutting ties with Rochester Gas and Electric. The latter requires buy-in from the county and County Executive Adam Bello has spoken against it. Council President Miguel Melendez said the four bills mark Council's efforts to work collaboratively to come up with new ideas. But this was a culmination of me engaging my colleagues over the period of the last couple of months to kind of listen to some of the priorities and some of the issues that they cared about. Alongside the bills, Council passed Mayor Malik Evans' 2024 budget in a 5-4 vote. Council members Mary Lupian, Jose Pio, Stanley Martin, and Kim Smith voted no. Gino Finale, WXXI News. New York State Comptroller Tom DiNapoli says New York's financial condition is okay for now, but he says it looks potentially problematic going forward. The Long Island Democrat has updated a financial plan for the state. He tells Public Radio's Capital Connection that a drop in revenue from tax collections is significantly higher than when the state budget was adopted. Now we're talking about out-year budget gaps. You know, for next year, over $9 billion. The year after that, close to $14 billion, another $13 billion the year after that. So those gaps have grown significantly. Denapoli says the state needs to be very careful about monitoring revenues and tax collections coming in and both short-term and long-term spending. The good news, he says, is that the state has been much more aggressive in building up its rainy day reserve funds and that the state is at a historic high in terms of money that is set aside for economic uncertainty.